Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insight Series. I am your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today, we have as our guest, Charlene Farsight, who is Chief Marketing Officer at Advising. Charlene, welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about Advising. Yeah, so we have an interesting company. We offer data and analytics to the commercial insurance industry, but we also have a media and technology arm to our business. So we are offering conferences and webinars and white papers, but we also have the data side, which provides the data and analytics. Okay, interesting. And so what, um, what outcomes and, and benefits do your clients get by using your service? So on the media side, we offer marketing solutions. So marketers and companies are getting wider exposure, thought leadership platforms using our conferences and our webinars. Um, on the data side of our business, they're using our data and analytics to understand the risks that are coming across their desks where they're writing policies. So it's all on the commercial insurance side, and um, we're helping them write better risks by being more informed. Okay. And um, do you have like traditional competitors or is it wide ranging? It's wide ranging depending on which of our businesses you're speaking about. Um, it, so usually when we have those kinds of conversations, we have to look at one of our specific businesses to identify who the competitors are. Okay. And so uh, running this team, because you've been there for a little while now, what are some of your the biggest yeah. challenges that you're facing week in and week out? Yeah, I think some of our biggest, biggest challenges are just around the amount of work that we're trying to get done in a day versus the number of resources that we have. So trying to keep up with the demands of the market and also our internal uh, customers and trying to meet everyone's needs. Um, so it's, it's constant prioritization and reevaluating where we need to focus our efforts. I think every executive deals with that worldwide. So, yes. so we even have some clients that have like 2,000 marketers and they still don't have enough resources to get everything done that they want to. So uh, what's your team look like? And what kind of people do you look for skills, personality wise? And, and since you are limited, like every other executive, you know, what, what are the types of people you're, you're looking for to build out your team so that you can maximize productivity? Yeah, so I think one of the things that we're looking for is problem-solving skills. Um, we, given our, our small team, we are looking for people who are looking to just dive in head first and really get into the weeds and try to solve problems and not have such a narrow focus all the time. So, you know, there are definitely times where we need to be heads down, focused on one specific thing, but we also have to wear many hats, which I think is a, a common theme for a lot of marketers these days, particularly when you're working with a, a smaller team that has wide ranging uh, responsibilities. So what kinds of uh, metrics and results does your boss hold you accountable for? And then in turn, what are you holding your team accountable for? Yeah, so I think most of our goals are tied to our sales goals um, and the revenue goals of the organization. So the things that we're doing are aligning with those goals, right? So a lot of that on our data business is related to the number of leads that we can get into the pipeline. And, you know, how much can we grow our database to support each of our businesses? Um, the things that 
we're also responsible for is marketing operations. So a lot of that is about working uh, with different departments within the organization and trying to identify where we can optimize things and how we can uh, improve processes that are already in place and implement new processes. So a lot of our goals this year are around um, some operational things as well. Okay. So from an operational standpoint, are there certain things that you are focused on more to, to get to scale? Yeah, so we recently just uh, signed a license agreement for software that will help us manage out-of-office replies. So one of the things that we did um, in terms of growing our team was last year we hired a, a digital marketing strategist. And from day one, it looked like the job description that we had developed was not what this role was going to end up looking like. And he is right now very heavily focused on marketing operations, which was um, largely a blind spot for us. Some of the things that he kind of shed light on uh, before he came on board. So we had different people doing little bits and pieces, but we didn't have kind of the big picture impact uh, understanding that we have today. So um, he's implemented a process where we're, we're now leveraging this software to analyze the out-of-office replies that we get to update our database and take care of some hygiene issues that we've had in the past where, you know, we're still marketing to someone who's no longer there, but the emails are still getting through. Things like that that, you know, we just hadn't considered before. Um, and we had a team manually going through this process. So, uh, you know, if anyone's done this manually before, you know, you're getting thousands of, of uh, bounce back messages to have somebody actually go through those to update your database is extremely time time consuming. So to be able to have software that's actually going through uh, the emails and doing that for us um, is a huge help um, and just helps us keep our data cleaner. Uh, I was uh, you had mentioned marketing operations a couple of times. So I was just mm -hmm. curious, what does that mean to you in your business? What's what's uh, what are some of the functional roles and responsibilities of that team? Yeah, so for us, uh, a lot of it has to do with our marketing technology, like, um, you know, our CRM, our marketing automation, and uh, making sure that the foundation that everything, the foundation of what we are leveraging as marketers is running smoothly. So, you know, if we have a problem with our CRM or with our marketing automation or something's not running properly or optimally, uh, we're going to see the effects of that throughout the business. Because, you know, if marketing's having the problem, then that means sales is having the problem. If sales is having the problem, then the company has a big problem. So um, we're able to leverage that technology and really focus on um, fine tuning some of that um, so that we can perform the best we can as a small team. Okay. And then I think you were going to add something else before I, I asked that last question. Oh, yeah. So so one of the things that uh, we're using is not only is it um, looking at and updating people's information, but it also allows us to build out some really cool workflows within our marketing automation platform. Um, and the, it's just it's giving us information that we wouldn't have necessarily had and something that we wouldn't have been able to act on without a lot of manual work. So I think, you know, as we as marketers are, are working with some pretty lean teams, being able to leverage the technology that can do the heavy lifting and give you some critical insights uh, has is just really critical. So um, from a technology standpoint, what are some of the things that you're investing in? 
Uh, our biggest investment is marketing automation and our CRM. Um, marketing has just recently taken a ownership of our CRM. Um, so that has been a, a big a huge win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, the conversations typically say uh, they go like this. Sales has to use the CRM. Sales doesn't want to use the CRM. And marketing says, but sales needs to use the CRM. Otherwise, we can't do what we need to do. And so um, by us having ownership of the CRM, we're able to work more closely with sales to help build out the specs based on what they're what they really need, um, and then working with other organ, other people within the organization to um, to meet their needs as well. Um, so I think it, it's it's definitely helpful to have it under marketing so that we can help drive that and make sure that it's integrated with the other technologies that we're leveraging. Um, okay, so uh, Charlene, you mentioned CRM marketing automation. Are there any other technologies that you're investing in? Yes, so we're using a news monitoring service so that we can share our uh, news mentions with our client executives and our sales team so that they know what's going on with our key strategic accounts. And we also are leveraging SiftRock to sort through our um, out-of-office replies and take action on those items as well. Okay. So I know you said you're, you're lean on resources. I was curious about um, how much of your marketing is spent acquisition, getting new customers versus lifecycle marketing to your existing customers? Is there, is there a breakdown? Yes. So the majority of our efforts are based on acquisition. And uh, I would say it's probably about 70-30 currently. Um, we are we're leveraging technology to do some of that life cycle management. Um, so we're using automation. Um, we're trying to focus on client intimacy um, just as an organization. So particularly around our key strategic accounts, you know, we want to have that personal touch from our CX team, but they can't possibly get to all of them every day. Um, so we're leveraging some technology to do things like, um, you know, I, I haven't, I, I saw that you haven't logged into the system in a while. Did you know that you can do X, Y, and Z, um, which helps the CX team, but it also makes the, the renewal conversations much easier. Um, so it, it's great when we can think of ideas that will help our, our team further the, um, the client intimacy without having to take the day-to-day -day, um, time out to do so. That's great. So I'm just curious, um, you're a busy executive. How do you stay current You know, with marketing trends, business trends? Are there certain places you go to, conferences you, or, or, think, or people that you network? I mean, what's your strategy? Yeah, so I think um, HubSpot has been a great uh, resource for us. Um, it, it, our business is a software business and, and on the data and analytics side. And when you think about a winning uh, content marketing strategy, uh, HubSpot always comes to mind because I didn't even know that HubSpot offered automation. <laughs> uh, you know, I always went to them for, uh, for news and their blog posts and just the research that they're putting out. Um, you know, and then when we were evaluating uh, platforms, obviously uh, we were checking them out um, when we found out that they actually offer automation as well. Um, so I think HubSpot has been um, really helpful for us. We're now a customer um, and we attend inbound as a team. This will be the first year that our entire team is going to attend inbound in Boston this year. Um, 
we found that the the conference was extremely helpful and we were able to implement things as soon as we left, um, which I think is, is what you want when you're going to a marketing conference, particularly, you know, um, as someone on the front lines, you want to be able to go back to the office and say, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And you want to have five pages of notes on all the new strategies that you can be looking to implement. Um, and I definitely found that we got that from inbound. No, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, so if you had to go back and advise a younger version of yourself, what would you tell you? Um, I would tell myself uh, to focus on the little wins and keep planning for the future. So I think a lot of times we can get caught up with our long-term goals and um, be a little bit hard on ourselves when we don't quite attain uh, the interim goals. So let's let's talk about the short-term wins and um, appreciate those and 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 keep an eye on on that long-term goal, um, but just really appreciate those interim ones. I think that's great advice. So. How about finishing this sentence? A year from now, my team at Advising will be kicking ass. <laughs> All right, you, can, you should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> we might. <laughs> um, and then finally, I'm just curious, um, is there anything that's uh, exciting you as a marketer, trends that are happening in the marketplace that you're like, oh, gosh, I can't wait to try that or do that, or here's what I think is coming next? I think for me, uh, we've really been so heavily focused on content marketing that um, the more that I can, the more that I can take in about different ways that we can leverage the content that we have. That's kind of what excites me. Um, given the the nature of our business uh, being a data company, we have so much to share and so many insights that we can share with um, with our clients and prospects and even to the media. And so. Um, when I hear clever ways that we can get that content out, I think that's really what, what excites me um, because that is the one thing we have plenty of is content. That's awesome. Well, um, really great story. Love to see all the success you're having. Charlene, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. 